You're listening to teaching from Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. Right now, many of us are just thinking about surviving, trying to get by, living one day at a time. We are tired, worn out, and stuck. But what if God called us to more? What if God wants us to thrive in the midst of the chaos? Jesus said, remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Are you tired of just surviving? Tired of going through the motions? Are you ready to grow like never before? It's time to thrive. Happy New Year. I know many of you are Glad to put 2020 in the books, and you're looking forward to what 2021 brings you. You're hoping it'll be much better than uh, 2020. Uh, Although it seems like COVID is going to stick around for several more months, and and I know we could really kind of get into the mode of just surviving like we did much of 2020. But as a church, as a faith community, we don't want to just survive we want to thrive. And that's our theme for this year. And this year we're going to be talking about what it means to thrive spiritually, what it means to thrive in the chaos, what it means to thrive by giving up control. How can we thrive in our jobs and at school? And today in particular, we want to talk about what it means to thrive spiritually. And so if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to John chapter 15. It's the fourth gospel. When you look into the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so read with me, starting at verse 1, it says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away. And every branch that does does bear fruit, he prunes so that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him... He it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. Let me just give you a little context. Grapes were very important back in ancient times. It was kings to peasants ate grapes. Uh, Grapes were dried and stored to be consumed months after they stopped growing. Sugar was extracted from the fruit and used as a main ingredient in meals. And juice was pressed from grapes to make wine. And whatever was left over after the harvest was given to to the poor, to widows, and to orphans. Cultivating a productive vineyard was the job of the wine dresser. And without their expertise, the vineyard would perish. 
Uh, on my honeymoon, Julie and I went out to San Francisco and we got a chance to tour several vineyards. And we saw the care that was given uh, for the vines and for the grapes. Uh, they were so manicured and you saw just tons and tons of grapes on each vine. And I believe that this gives us a really good picture of our text today. If you want to thrive, you must abide. If you want to thrive spiritually, you must abide. You must be connected to the vine. You cannot thrive spiritually by doing your own thing, by doing works without being connected to God. You can try and you can do all of these good things, but if you're not connected to God, you will not thrive. As a branch, we're dependent on the true vine. When we're thriving, when we're connected to the true vine, we should be producing fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. We should be bringing the kingdom of God to this earth. Earth should look differently because we as a faith community should be bringing Christ to this earth. And now, here's the part that we don't like. If you look at verse 2, we will see that, that producing fruit, as we're producing fruit, we're going to be pruned. If you're abiding in Christ, if you're thriving, then expect it, expect to be pruned. Pruning helps us actually produce more fruit. My wife, she has a green thumb, and she has all of these beautiful plants and flowers and, and all of these things, but every year she goes and she prunes them. Why does she prune them? Not because she doesn't like them. She loves these plants and they add beauty to our life. But she does this because she knows by pruning them, it will actually help them become more productive in the future. And so we'll see these plants actually thrive because she's pruning them. And so when God prunes us, he prunes us with a purpose. Sometimes God removes things from our life that might be stifling our growth. Now, some of you right now, maybe you feel like you're in a season of pruning. You, you feel like God's transforming you. Maybe you're a little uncomfortable. Maybe things are a little painful for you right now. And if you're in this season of pruning, it's because God is uh, so interested in you that He wants you to connect even more to Him. You are growing and you are changing. And Jesus is making you into something beautiful, something more, something richer, and, and something better than what you already are. Jesus is not content with letting you stay the way that you are. You know, I think we all want to thrive. And maybe not the pruning part, but I think we all want to thrive. And I started thinking, what keeps us from thriving? And there's probably several reasons, hidden sin, maybe the soil of our heart. But the thing that really came to my mind that keeps us from thriving and what I want to focus on today is procrastination. How many of you have the spiritual gift of procrastination? You put things off constantly. Uh, sorry to say, it really isn't a spiritual gift. Procrastinators live by this phrase, I'll do it later. Yet many times, later never comes. Procrastination is very similar to laziness, but not exactly the same. 
Laziness is refusal to do something, but procrastination is more of a feeling of desperately wanting to do something, but never getting started. I believe it was Edward Irving that said, procrastination is the kidnapper of souls and the recruiting officer of hell. The most dangerous word for spiritual growth is tomorrow. I'll share my, share my faith with my friend tomorrow. I'll start praying more regularly tomorrow. I'll start reading my Bible tomorrow. I'll start treating my wife with respect tomorrow. I'll, I'll become a better parent starting tomorrow. I'll quit doing you fill in the blank tomorrow. I'll choose to forgive tomorrow. I'll choose joy and not anger tomorrow. I'll choose to serve tomorrow. I'll take charge of my spiritual growth tomorrow. If you want to thrive, Stop saying tomorrow. Have you ever thought, why do you procrastinate in the first place? Is the task boring or unpleasant? Do you feel overwhelmed and you don't know where to start? Maybe you're just not organized, or maybe you're a poor decision maker, or you just can't make a decision where to begin at. If you're a procrastinator, you're not alone. Uh, sometimes I fall into that boat, and I think many people in the faith community fall into that boat. But spiritually, if we, we must be aware that procrastination can harm us and it keeps us from thriving. Something that I've started doing before I get out of bed is I read my Bible. I have several little Bible reading plans, one I do with my wife and one I do individually and, and another one I do with one of my spiritual accountability partners. And, and before my feet touch, touch the floor, I start reading the Bible. And then my normal routine is I'll go out on a walk early in the morning, and, and many times that's a prayer walk. I'm praying for the day. I'm praying for many of you. I'm praying for my neighbors. And it's just a time that I connect with God. And, and this is helping me thrive spiritually. This year, we're going to encourage you to try a spiritual discipline that we believe will help you thrive. This month, we're asking you to fast one time during the week at lunch. Now, if you want to fast more, go for it. If you want to fast at a different time, go for it. Now, when I'm saying fasting, I'm not talking about just skipping a meal because you're too busy. But I want you to intentionally skip a meal at lunch, and I want you to be connecting to God. Actually, what I would love for you to do is to meditate on John 15, verses 4 and, a five, 4 and 5. Again, let me read it to you. It says, Abide in me, and I in you. And as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, I in him. He is that he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. I want you to take this time and I want you to think, what does it mean to abide in Christ? Ask yourself, are you producing fruit? What areas does God need to prune from your life right now? And here's something else I want you to do. I want you to turn off all of your electronics for at least an hour this week and just listen for God's voice. I think one of the things that keeps us from thriving is we have all of these distractions. We have all of these things that keep us from hearing God's voice. And so I want you to turn off your phone. I want you to turn off your TV. I want you to turn off the alerts. I, whatever's distracting you, I want you to turn off all of your electronics for at least an hour. 
and just listen for God and, and let God to speak to your soul. I, I want you to uh, take some time and, and ask God, God, is there any area in my life that you need me to change in?